Welcome to the Mind Twist, a conspiracy theory radio show where we bring you some of the world's most controversial, thought-provoking, and unresolved conspiracy theories. We cut through the red tape and take a closer look at the paradoxes, evidences, and history. The harder it is to believe, the more intriguing it becomes. Let's unravel the evidence together and find what's concealed in the world's most disputed conspiracies and get to the truth, or will we? And now, get ready to have your mind twisted on Mind Twist Conspiracy Theory Radio. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mind Twist. I'm your host, Donna Lyons, coming to you live from Washington, D.C., right here on the Lions Radio Network. And co-hosting with me, as always, is Ema Sumac-Watkins in Los Angeles. Hi, Ema. Hey, Donna. Hi. Hello, everyone. I'm glad we are doing this because we're all kind of going crazy because of the quarantine. And I hope everybody's paying attention to, our, to the uh, recommendations of the CDC and our government. I think it's really important. Um, but today we wanted to talk about some of the conspiracy theories that are out there surrounding COVID-19. Um, it's hitting the U.S. at a fast rate. And, you know, we want to take a hard look at what may have caused this epidemic. There are so many crazy things out there. Emma, do you agree? Have you been seeing some of them? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, a lot of a lot of theories, a lot of, you know, also it's so mixed in with politics that it's it's just gotten way 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 uh it's 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 starting to become silly some of the things now some theories are you know you they make sense you know you kind of go okay right. well that makes sense but others it's just it's it's just uh it's so political that it's still dividing you know and that's what's making that's it's, that's what's sad it's yeah sad. and every time president trump's on tv he said we're all getting along. Everybody's getting together. But, uh, uh, you know, they still have all their underlying issues. They still have to vote on things, and it's still uh, a bit crazy. But before we go further, I want to let people know, if you are listening and would like to call in and chat with us, we would love it because all of us are home um, and probably bored out of our minds. So, I mean, you're probably bored too. So call in and, and laugh with us and tell us your stories and whatever else, 646 Six six eight eight four nine four. One of the ones that, um, that Brittany sent me this morning, and I started cracking up. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's always involved in something. <laughs> Is uh, when everything came out globally, and the first part of 2020, some social media users shared what they claimed was a prediction of the pandemic back in 1551 by the astrologer Nostradamus. And one of the things he wrote was. There will be a twin year, 2020, which is, yeah, that, which will arise as a queen, which is Corona, who will come from the East, China. And he, now I'm just telling you the words. That's not what's written in there. It just says, and who will spread a plague in the darkness of night, but plague is virus, um, on a country with seven hills, which is they assume is Italy, and will transform the twilight of men into dust, which they think is death, to destroy and ruin the world. It will be the end of the world economy as you know it. Um, and Nostradamus was a, an astrologer who lived in France in the 1500s and is most famous today for the poetic um, quatrains that he wrote in his book, La Prophetise. Um, and now they claim has 
they claim that book has foretold significant historical events throughout history since he wrote it. So uh, they truly believe that this is, he saw all this, um, but it's not expressed in his quatrains. They've, they've looked for it. There is nothing that states anything like this. I'm not sure if somebody made it up and wrote it, but it is not in the book that they say it is. So I just wanted to let people know you can relax. He did not predict it. It is in nothing that he has written and they've gone back and looked. So what are your thoughts on that, Ema? You know, I, um, I have a lot of respect for him because he had, you know, there was some, uh, I've, I've done some research on him and, and also have followed some of his uh, work and, you know, he was really good at what he did and he had a way of uh, communicating that you really have to decipher and he really uh, hear what he has to say, because I think sometimes um, we get, we get confused and we want to interpret it the way that we want to or whatever is best in our, and, you know, and, and sometimes I think that we need to like kind of, you have to really read. You have to really understand where he was coming from, and you have to get to know him. I don't think that he predicted it. I I think that he predicted just um, a time, a phase, a phase in time about the earth. But did he predict it down to the detail? No. But he predicted a time, a specific time on earth that the way it was supposed to be, you know? And I think that's... Right, yeah. And I can agree with that, yeah. A phase, an era, you know, that kind of thing. But people are so, uh, people take, because he was so vast in some of the things he said, people can manipulate it any way they want. And I think that's what's happening here uh, with this, Uh Uh, because it's not anywhere in Le Prophecies, the book that he wrote. There's nothing to prove it. So I just want to let people know. Now, another author, um, Dean Koontz, (laughs) they say he predicted the coronavirus. Um, because he said something in one of his books, um, it's called uh, The Eyes of Darkness, and it went viral on Twitter as, a, as the passage appears to allude to the creation of a deadly virus known as Wuhan 400, which I find just crazy, mm-hmm. uh, named after the city in which it originated. What do you think about that one? Um, huh, that's interesting. Uh, you know, I think that right now everybody is just trying to find what they need to find. They're trying to connect right. everything. And I, and I think it's just trying to make sense of things, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I, I, it's, it's, and I think in a way it's a healthy thing because we need to find, uh, we need to know, we have to have some sort of common sense about it in order to, because what we, what's happening is that the reality of what it's like it's like the plague. And here in the United States, I'm in California and we're in a lockdown and the streets are quiet, but there's still people going out because they have to go to the store or they're going to a doctor or, you know, there's some activity and most of the people are walking. I see people walking their dogs or walking and they're walking alone. And if they're with someone, they're walking six feet apart. So it's, it's there. But what I think that it hasn't hit us here in United States is what is happening in Italy. It's like the plague and we don't see it. Yeah. It is as it starts to get more real in that direction. 
people have to make sense of things. They have to go, why is this happening? So if you're of a particular faith and you're a very, you know, person who's very much into, you know, Christianity, the Bible, it doesn't matter what sect you are, if it's Catholic or Protestant or whatever, you're going to go towards the Bible and you're going to try to find your answers in the Bible, which is absolutely fine. If you're in faith, you're in faith. I'm, you know, I have complete respect for that. If you're not, you're going to try to find what is the government has done. And we're all going towards that direction. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that the, the more of it really starts to come into our act, back into our frame of mind about how things are happening in Italy. We're not really privy to this. And you were sharing something with me today and I went, this, it's like the plague. So can you share what you shared with me today about what was happening in Italy? Yeah. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it because I had sent that to you on, uh, I think messenger, let me see if I can find that because that was something wild. And you know who had actually sent that to me was my mom, and it was her husband's niece. She wrote, I have a friend in Italy. We really don't want to end up like them. They live in the mountains, and at the end of their lane is an armed soldier, helicopters checking if people are out. No funeral mourners. They just take bodies away and cremate. Not allowed into hospital either to see loved ones. She has to shine a torch each night at 9 p.m. to indicate they are still alive. How horrific is that? I mean, we've never seen anything like this ever in our lifetime. No, not in our so. lifetime. And that was if, if, if people want, if people are history buffs, and I, I happen to be, I like the history, but it's when the plague was happening, um, it was, it was, you had to let people know that you were alive. And it's it's the same thing. And Italy, by the way, was part of that plague. That whole Europe area was part of that plague. And just imagine that you have to keep your porch light on to let people know that you're alive. I know. It's just horrible. You can't even put your face out the door. You're afraid something, you know, you know the wind's going to blow something at you. It's awful. And if, and if you turn off the light, and if your light isn't on or if your candle isn't on or if you don't have, if you're not shining a flashlight at nine, o'clock at night they will come in and take your body so i mean it's kind of like i know this is sound this sounds a little strange but during the time of the plague people used to know that when they were going to die they used to like uh sew themselves into a sack of you know into a burlap sack because they knew that they were going to die so they would sew themselves up so that they would be able to at least have a you know either be a so it wouldn't be they would do it for their loved ones you know and it right. wouldn't so it's it's a very interesting time and now if we were going to talk about theories there's a lot of theories behind it one is that it was set up as a way to eliminate older an older generation that's, that's one awful. theory right now is that yeah. it was it was created so that the elderly would die and that it it would Mm -hmm. make more room for whatever it was. Now, I don't know it was supposed to be with China or, you know, I can't say that, but that's, that's one of the theories. It's just like HIV was something that got out of the lab. 
Right, yeah. And, and that's, and and that's I wanna, concerned. I, I just real quick, I want to remind people, 646-668-8494. We would love to have you join us. So I just want to throw that out there again, Ema. We do have a caller, so I'm going to go ahead and take this. Uh, Please. Hi, caller. Who's calling? Hello, caller. I guess we don't have anyone there. I'm here. Oh, we do have someone there. Hold on. <laughs> uh, who's calling? Caller, what's your name? I don't know why. Well, Donna, can you hear me? It's Susie. Hi, Susie. Yeah, it's like delayed or something. Because... <laughs> Sorry, she was Susie, laughing. what are your thoughts on all this? Obviously, you're quarantined in your house, too. What What are your thoughts on all this? It's, you know, it's crazy. And it's just, it's, I, we have the, I was just explaining to a client who wants me to show her houses that, you know, she's she, and she's wondering if she can see her daughter on April 1st. And I said, you know, this thing is compounding every single day. And mm-hmm. every single day, it gets significantly more dangerous to be out every single yes. day. And so, you know, it's, 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 it's not just hitting the elderly. It's hitting all kinds of people. And so I just think that we're smart to lay low and stay in and stay away from people. Absolutely. And, you know, I keep thinking they're saying like 15 days and that's it, but we haven't even peaked yet. So how do we know that in 15 days it's safe to go out? Right. right. That's the scary part. Where do we know when to cut this off? It's it's 15 days from the last person who gets it, right? Right, yes. Scary to think about how long this could last. Right. So all the people right. out there thinking, hey, we're going to get out of here in 15 days, may think twice. <laughs> Better stock up on that food, people. I mean, even going to the grocery store, I had to go this morning, and I was so careful. I stayed away from people. I wiped everything down. I got what I needed. Even when I got my groceries home, I wiped the food down with oh, yeah. Lysol wipes because I was so freaked out, even in packages. The fruit, everything. I wiped everything down because I knew that somebody had touched that. Somebody had touched those bags. So people have to be yep. so careful. Susie, I've do you have any thoughts? Do you have any thoughts on where this started, or are you hearing any conspiracy theories? Well, of course, I'm hearing things about the lab in Wuhan. Yes, I've heard that one. Um, I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise. I mean. We're, it just seems odd that this thing is just now rearing its head if it was a natural progression somewhere. Right. Yeah. So I was watching, um, and I, Ema, I can't remember if I told you this either. I was watching online the 60 Minutes in Australia, and one of the journalists had gone to the wet market, and I was, I was so sick after I watched it. I wished I wouldn't have. But I'm glad I did because I was actually seeing what these people are putting in their bodies. It's disgusting. And these are wild animals. And wild animals have viruses and bacteria that the human body can't handle. We don't have the antibodies in our, in, in our human bodies to fight this stuff off. So they're, they're eating this. And I do truly believe that it's been transmitted from that. Um, what do you guys think? 
I think it's a lot well, deeper than that. I really do. But uh, but what but yes. But, but but what the positive thing is that they stop eating wildlife. That to me, that's a positive. But it's it's a lot deeper than that. I mean, it uh, is you know. It's the, it was already confirmed the history about HIV. It was something that jumped out of a lab and, you know, and it's the same thing. I think this is the same thing. There was a, there was a purpose behind it. Do I believe that? Yeah. I mean, and I could even, we could even go as far as this is also part of, you know, uh, the other civilization that's here and that is visible, which is, we would say aliens, but they're here. They're just here and they're in, they're in all the governments and, you know, this is how, you know, it's a genetic thing that they want to clear up. I mean, and now I'm going a lot deeper, but it's a genetic thing that they want to clear, clean up, you know, some of the human thing. And that would be, it's, a, it's like a little bit of a genocide. Everybody who's sick gets to get, you know, pushed off the earth and the ones who are the elderly, they're trying to make room. And I mean, it's just all sorts of stuff that you could go into. But I mm-hmm. think that this is this is the I think that this, there is a purpose for it. Now you could call it if you're a person who is a religious person, there is a purpose. You know, you would probably go into the Bible and probably you know get your answer there. But I think that outside of that, there is there it, it's a purpose for it. Now, do we want to? It's kind of like what do we want to do with it? Now it could also it is also about for us to be able to rise uh, up and shift and change and growth and grow from it and look at all the positive things that are come from it. I mean, it's already given us an example about how, when, how you can, um, how the ecology can be helped. I mean, we were talking this morning about how Venice, and this is all over the internet and it's been going on for two or three weeks now about how, because Venice isn't, you know, compounded by people the water is cleared up and there's more fish and you can actually see things and dolphins are so it's that in itself and then also the the uh satellite photo of Wuhan before and Wuhan after and how the smog cleared up and how things are becoming the you know like animals are starting to you know there's growth and animals are starting to come in closer so it's there's a lot of positive things that we can take from this or we can go into a theory of being self-defensive and go into, you know, making it a negative and go into fear. So it's, it's, you know, what do you want to do with it? It's, I guess it's individually, but it's also culturally. And what is our government going to do about it? Is it going to be a positive or is it going to be a negative? You know, there's still things about the the other theories about money, about how when they wanted to do this, it's about money. It's about how do they, uh, you know, it's all about economy and how do they shift things in the world. And this is how they do it, you know, with economy. Now, I am not, I am not a financial person, but I can tell you that. When things want to shift and people want to make things or they want to make money or they either will be a war or something else that will, it's it's just something is always happening this way. When people want to yeah. make money sure. or, there's, or they want to shift the economy of the world. Anyways, what do you okay. all think? We've got another caller, so I'm going to bring this caller on and let's say hello. 
if it's going to pick up. Hello, caller. Welcome to the show. Hello, caller. Okay. My dad has a bleed in his brain. I guess we can't hear that person. They must be talking to themselves. (laughs) Whoever has a 405 area code, we tried picking you up, but it sounds like you're driving in your car. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was a little nuts. But you're right. I think there's a lot of financial issues with it as well. I mean, look at our economy right now. This is scary. It's like we have to adjust and change everything right now. Uh, Just the way we're shopping, the way we look at the world, I mean, so much. It's just crazy. And ourselves, how we look at ourselves. It's a good wake-up call. Oh, absolutely. And the other thing, too, is I've always had to, you know, you recycle and stuff. And, um you know, recycling with uh, plastics and cans, everybody, I wasn't recycling for the longest time. And I only recently started when we moved into this house, probably two years ago. And I got serious about it. And I used to tease my mom about it, you know, wash the cans out, stick them in the recycle thing. And I'm looking at all this stuff that's happening. Like you said, the dolphins coming into Venice and the water clearing up. We need to recycle. We need to do something. We need to get very serious about our planet now too. So we're learning a lot from the virus and what's happening. I mean, a lot of changes have to be made and it's everybody self-sacrificing at one point or another. Yes. It's yeah. just part of, I think it's a part of an evolution. What do you think, Susie? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense because we're all having to be, uh, we're all having to pay more attention to our way of being throughout the entire day, washing our hands and what are we buying and are we taking care of ourselves? Mm-hmm. And how mm-hmm. are we being? How are we being to others? You know, it's yeah. You know, it, they got they talk about you know a lot of people you know on our street nobody knows each other. It's professionals. Everybody goes to work, comes home, and I mean no one sees each other ever. So they're talking about getting to know your neighbors. I mean, who's done that in years? No one. It's things are changing. We have to make them change. Absolutely. And I, you know, I, it's, it's part of it also is, you know, where do we go from here? Cause I mean, we could sit and, you know, be upset about, because eventually look, eventually it's the truth is going to come out because it always does. The, the truth came out about HIV. So there you go. It's going to come out. It's so it's yeah. not going to hide. I mean, it's, we're, we're too much though. We're a global community now it's not like if this is just individual this is global we're global people we're a global culture so it's going to come out at some point or another okay so we know it's going to come out what do we do what do we do from here you know individually and just it's first of all the whole it's going to shift how the whole workplace is going to shift there's going to be more people working from home than ever. And I think yep. that the and mortar is going to just going to be for specific things. And, but I would say half of the population now will, will start to work from home. Yeah. I mean, and look at people getting that are laid off that don't have that income. What are they going to do? I mean, they're trying to give them like this 90-day grace period as far as rents and uh, or home loans or whatever their mortgages. Um, but 
once you get past that 90 days, then what? These people have lost money. That $1,200 that they're going to send them is not going to help very much. So, I mean, like, where do we go? You're, you're right. Do people telework? Do they get new jobs? Do they get two jobs? There's a lot of stuff that's going to crash and burn because of this, and it's very mm-hmm. sad. And, and you know, the, the, the great – really the people who are being the the – the ones who are really doing well, I mean, who are really in there is the grow people are in the grocery stores, the farmers, the farmers mm-hmm. who are going to, who are going to be, who are going to be really pushed to a limit because now our, our borders are closed. So that means whatever, whoever the migrant workers are here, they're going to have, they're, they're working right now. I mean, I can only say in California because in California, that's part of our culture is we are, uh, you know, we are the bowl of like vegetable bowl and fruit bowl for the nation. And I mean, they're working 24 seven. I was speaking to somebody who is, who's part of the whole farm workers and farmers are out there working right now, 24 seven, because they know that it's going to, it's going to put a, a real pressure on them. So they're already mm-hmm. planning. And so there is, Farmers, migrant workers, health workers, medical people, uh, people who were in the grocery stores. Grocery stores are hiring. And, I mean, people were in line the other day just to get, just to apply for work on all the grocery stores. So Apply for work? Yes, yes, because the grocery stores and the warehouses need more people. They need more That's people crazy. right now. So that's anybody crazy. who is who you know, it, so I mean that in a way that's a positive because it starts to you know, it there's some people who are going to just go into it'll it'll help some. But what about like you, Susie, who show who are real estate? How how do you see your world shifting? I don't know where she went, Susie. Let me see. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. She was mute. Susie. I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. There you go. Okay. So, um, I mean, it's already affecting me in that, um, you know, I've got clients who have lost jobs. I've got clients who don't want to go out and look at places and, and whatever. So, you know, it's got me thinking. So as far as listings, like how to be more virtual, for example, uh, because that's what's going to be needed, especially if people are going to be taking this forward as far as not wanting to be around others. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's got me really <laughs> thinking about how how I need to be different in um, in the way I do my business. I mean, right now, you know, everything's kind of falling apart, quite frankly, um, you know, with one person after another not wanting to go out and do stuff. So. And let the people tough. know you are in real estate, because I don't know if we said that earlier. Yes, yeah. So, so are you seeing, yeah. are your friends, are your coworkers saying the same thing? Are they all um, on edge? Are they fearful? What's going on with, I mean, what are people saying within your industry? Well, everybody's doing things differently. So everything's going virtual now. We've got a lot of homes being shown. Uh, the agents, the listing agents are going in and doing YouTube videos and 3D virtual tours. Instead of, you know, so it's, it's taking things more virtual and online. 
which has already been kind of the case, but now it's serious, right? Right. Uh, so we're seeing a lot more of that. We're, you know, seeing virtual appointments, virtual listing appointments, buyer's appointments, virtual everything. Um, it's kind of an interesting thing because people generally want to walk into a house before they buy it. Right. So, uh, people are implementing safety uh, in, you know, lining people up, no more than one person in a house at a time or one group or whatever, couple or what have you at a time. And um, I don't know what's going to happen. It's kind of scary. You know, in, you know in I the, was, you were talking ahead, about this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, Emma. no, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, we're talking about safe distancing and being cautious. When I flew home, I had to fly home from Texas uh, before I got stuck there and ended up having to stay. But the airlines are taking tons of precautions, too. And I have to say, they, the airlines are empty, um, but they have spaced people out. I'm not kidding. I had literally six rows of seats on either side to myself. And then it went back, okay. another uh, guest that was flying, another six seats, and then there was a couple, and then maybe two at the very, very back, but they're spreading them out completely. It doesn't matter where your seat is. They are telling you to move to a different spot because they're trying to keep everything clean. They actually pick up your the hand wipes because I brought Lysol wipes. I wiped everything down before I sat down, the, everything. Um, they're telling you to put them in the barf bags before they'll even touch them. So you put them in the bar, wow. and then they come by and pick them up. So they're being uh, taking every precaution. So you see it in all industries, which is great. Um, as the thing that gets me, you guys, are these millennials. I saw those thousands of people on the beach in Florida just lit me up. I was like, God, what don't you kids get? And this one young girl, I could not believe what I was hearing. She said, well, if someone like Kylie Jenner tells us to get off the beach, we're going to listen. Not some governor that we've never even heard of before. I was like, oh, my God. So <laughs> oh, my God, so stupid. They don't realize that they may not get it, but they can carry it and give it to their parents, a grandparent, yeah, and parents. it's deadly yeah. for elderly people. It's deadly for them. So it's it's these people need to take caution, um, and I hope everybody is. Um, any last thoughts, you guys? I just say that that um no. let's I think that that we that to stay connected and that and, and let's not uh you know it's already you know politicians just want to keep dividing us and I would say let's let's not hear that let's all really stay connected and that is like through your Facebook through your we we are in an age of technology and we can we can video conference we can talk to people it's to keep ourselves you know connected to others so that we're we don't stay isolated and go into fear and i think that by keeping connected we we stay you know in more of a, a calm and more reality and we're able mm -hmm. to help each other you know that's yeah, my that that's great I love that, and it's true. I love that some of these um, Garth Brooks and you just had a, a famous chef on um, one of your web pages, Zima, who cooked for us. And um, there's people going live that are singing songs and keeping us all occupied, and it's so much fun. Tim McGraw did it. Garth Brooks. I don't know. There's a ton of other ones. Brad Paisley. 
Um, you can find them on Instagram, and they're always going live, doing a couple songs. So it's a lot of fun. Garth Brooks, I believe, is this coming Monday. Um, so watch for that. It should be all over Facebook. And he's taking requests, too. Um, my good friend, Danny that. Wright. Danny Wright, who is a Steinway artist. Um, he's, I don't even know how many albums this guy has. There's hundreds. Um, he is going to go live tomorrow, Sunday. So I will post that once he uh, creates a link. Um, I'll share that with people because he's incredible. And his music is so beautiful. That's the kind of music you just want to sit back and go, thank you. I can relax. <laughs> so beautiful. So I'll be posting that. Susie, any last thoughts? Wash your hands. <laughs> right That's the last thing. For at least 30 seconds <laughs> in hot water and soap. Wash your hands and stop touching your face. People stop touching your face. That's hard face. because people automatically touch their face all the time, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, I wear gloves all the time. I've been wearing, going through gloves. And uh, but it's, it's reminded me when I, like, have an itch on my nose or whatever. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to do that. So, yeah. <laughs> and sneeze into the corner of your arm. Yeah, sneeze into the corner of your arm. Keep six feet away from people. Um, it's really important. I mean, people don't realize that it only takes one split second for that drop of spit to get on you, and that's it. You get it. Yep. So that's why they're saying, please don't even go to the store if you don't have to. But I absolutely had to this morning, so I'm glad I did. But I took every precaution um, that I had that I could. Uh, also, there's another video going around that uh, some doctor had put out that uh, they're saying drink uh, warm tea, warm water. It's better for you than cold because this thing cannot live in the heat. Um, usually those things thrive in heat, but they, it doesn't. It's actually good to get rid of the germs. Matter of fact, Susie, I don't know if I sent it to you. I will. It's um, on Messenger going through Facebook, and it's really good uh -huh. advice, so I'll send it to you as well. Did you get I think that, that might be the one that that might be the one. Of, is it the audio thing? Audio class? Yes. Yeah, Michael yes. sent that to me. Excellent. Good. Yeah. It's really interesting, though, when you think about it. It mentions alkaline, alkalizing as well. And, and what you, did they say about that? Well, it, it talked about putting lemons in your water to make them make your water alkaline. Right. I actually, I actually have one of the uh, alkaline Kangen water machines. Oh, so I'm good. Counting, That's great. Pounding the alcohol, uh, alkaline water. Yeah. You're welcome to bring Excellent. over a five gallon jug if you'd like to drive this way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fill it up for you. <laughs> Seriously. No joke. I know you would. I know you would. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. Well, ladies, this has been great. Thank you, Susie, for calling in. I'm going to go ahead and hang up with you. I totally appreciate you calling in and Thanks, um, sharing your thoughts. All right. Nice to talk to you both. Bye. Bye. I'm so glad she called in. It's another perspective other than ours of a, a mm. different type of business, that, a business that we're not involved in, um, to hear okay. what's going on with them and having to go virtual. Like you said, a lot of people working from home, and that's really what's going to happen, I think. And like I said before, we haven't even hit the peak yet of this. So who's to say in 15 days we're able to go back to – you know, our old ways. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't see it happening. It's, it, it's gonna, it's, it's like 
we have to we have to go into acceptance that it's not going to be the same as it was before this happened. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's our lives will change, and if we are in acceptance of it, and then it'll be easier for us to adjust to what's all the changes that are going to happen. But it's just the right. way it is. It's just what's happening. And so I would say understand that your lives are going to shift. And it's all just think of it positive. How Turn it around for yourself. What is it that you can do today that will help you not only by just staying in, but if you're out of work, you know, there's so many classes online right now. And a lot of them are free. Harvard and Yale are have a string of free classes and you can get certificates and for free. Some of them are free and then others uh, there's one that you can even get for like $49. You take all the classes and they'll give you a certificate. It's just something of readjust yourself. Where what can you do in order for you to start to come into a different place and work differently you're good you know you may have to change your job completely and your employment this is the time for you to start to get some education while you're in there it could be a skill it could just be a skill it doesn't have to be a degree but it could be a skill something new that is great advice it really is um i don't want to go back to school but i will tell my kids about this because that's something really good for them i mean even to have a certificate from a place like that is really important you just don't know there's so much out there that we can do other than what we're doing now and and you're right so um great advice Seema. i appreciate it and i appreciate you coming on with me today as usual i love it i love coming on i know i know we're we're quarantined people so we're like looking for stuff to do so if you have show topics hit us up uh, we would gladly do it um, in a heartbeat. So, and if you'd like to be a guest on our show, let us know. Um, you can find us on Facebook. We're there all the time. Ema, thanks so much. I appreciate it. And we will talk Thank soon. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.